Welcome to Inside Muskegon, the podcast featuring Jason Pisecki. Now, Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 21. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Bob Skolnick, commentary on the interview, listener feedback, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. As I said, our interview this week is with Bob Skolnick with Mona Lake Productions. I'm here with Bob Skolnick today. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon. Oh, you're welcome. Why don't we start out talking a little bit about your background? Okay. Um, I've uh, worked in Muskegon since 1970. Um, I'm originally a, a New York native. Um, I have a, a degree in uh, economics from Hobart and William Smith Colleges in Geneva, New York, and um, ended up in West Michigan uh, almost by accident. I was in the uh, U.S. Army for four years. And uh, as, a, as a captain, my last year, I was stationed in uh, Grand Rapids. I had been in Korea for a year and uh, got orders to go to Grand Rapids. And I remember having to get a map to see where Grand Rapids was. I'd never even heard of it and uh, ended up in Grand Rapids um, in about 1969 uh, in my Triumph sports car with everything I owned in a duffel bag and the uh, floor on the passenger side. And that's how I ended up uh, in West Michigan. You're very involved in the Muskegon community. I've I've seen you, you know, everywhere from uh, Rotary, the Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce, United Way, and Hospice House. Why is being involved in this community so important to you? Well, um, there's a couple reasons. Uh, when I came, uh, when I first moved to Muskegon um, and started a business here again in about 1971. Um, I knew I really knew nobody here. Um, in fact, for the first year we lived in my wife and I lived in Grand Rapids, and I commuted every day. And essentially, um, I've owned businesses here for about 28 years, and uh, I think I had some success with the businesses. Um, I sold them about eight years ago, but at, uh, before I sold them, employed about a hundred people. And to be honest with you, this community has been extremely good to me. And even when I was in business uh, and didn't have as much free time, um, still tried to do as much as I could to try to give back and pay back this community a little bit for what I had gotten. Um, When I sold my company about eight years ago, I was only 53 and uh, really not ready to retire. So I pretty much decided at that point that um, I was going to be a full-time activist in this community, and that's, that's what I'm doing. I've made that my job. It doesn't pay very well. Um, in fact, it doesn't pay at all, but um, I want to make this place better. That's that's my goal. Along those lines, you have a concert coming up at the uh, Frolenthal on Friday, April 28th. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I'm uh, Jason, I'm glad you asked about that. Um, this is my second concert, um, and I've decided uh, at this stage in my life that I wanted to try to be a concert presenter the whole idea in the concert being that I would underwrite the concert. Uh, my wife and I um, essentially will cover uh, all the initial costs of the concert. If the concert um, breaks even, then that's great. We get paid back, 
and uh, there's no no fee for us. There's no profit in this for us. If it loses money, we will take the loss. If it makes money, all that money will go to the community foundation. Um, now, why am I doing this? The reason really is um, I am a believer in in downtown Muskegon. I want to see uh, our city and our county center, and I consider Muskegon our county center, to be what it what it can be. And I envision that as being um, kind of a bustling downtown with with uh, entertainment, with offices, with uh, retail stores, with uh, very shopping destinations, with restaurants. And uh, by having these concerts, I want to bring people downtown. I want to I want to have uh, entertainment here that otherwise would never be here. Um, I wanted to keep the ticket price low, and I wanted to just generally do something that wasn't being done here. The first concert back in November was a group called the Chenille Sisters. About 800 people showed up. Um, we had a profit of about $1,600 that was all put into the Community Foundation, and it was a terrific concert. I mean, I got so many just people shaking my hand and congratulating me on a concert. Um, this one is uh, going to be Friday, April 28th. It's a group, actually, that the Chenille Sisters um, recommended. It's a group called Riders in the Sky. They've been around for about 28 years, um, over 5,300 performances. Um, they've won two Grammys. They did the uh, companion album for Toy Story, the uh, Walt Disney Pixar movie, and also the same company did Monsters, uh, Inc., which they also did the companion album for and won uh, Grammys for both of those. Um, I did, before I book any group, I do go listen uh, to a concert. I heard them in Rockford, and they were fabulous. Um, The opening act for this, now again, it's April 28th. um, It's a Friday night. It's going to be at the Frauenthal. Is a local group called the Oat Brand Boys, which um, hopefully uh, some of the people listening to this have heard. They've been around for uh, 20 25 years also, local group, terrific group. Um, so basically you're getting two acts for the price of one. Our basic ticket price is only $20. Well, I can echo your sentiments about downtown Muskegon. I really feel the development of downtown is crucial to the success of Muskegon as a region. That's why you know, we're recording this podcast here in our studio in downtown Muskegon. And Hopefully more people like you will get out there and really kind of put their money where their mouth is for for lack of a better term and you know be active in our community because it really is it really is important to our area yeah i I would agree one of the things that um, I'm, I hope to accomplish and while I'm still thinking about what I'm going to say when I introduce uh, when I introduce both acts uh, on April 28th. I want to speak to the audience a little bit about philanthropy and and go beyond philanthropy and talk a little bit about people investing in downtown. Um, Unfortunately, Muskegon does not have uh, a DeVos or Van Andel family. We don't have uh, uh, a Meyer family that uh, is from here originally. But um, there's no reason that, that when I say average, I mean regular people can't make those kinds of investments in this city. We have a downtown that's basically, um, at this point, pretty much an empty canvas, and there's lots of opportunities down there. I'm going to encourage people to go down there and look, you know, buy a lot, put up a building, you know, sell it, um, rent it. Uh, we need we need people just need to uh, step up and do what needs to be done in Muskegon. People have done it in the past. This community has morphed into uh, – really into quite a successful 
community today, and I don't see why our downtown can't be everything we want it to be. What is your vision for the uh, new downtown Muskegon include? I mean, we have the great foundation of the Frauenthal Theater with the arts and the museum and also the Walker Arena, great for live concerts and sports and, you know, a good foundation down at one end of Western. What do you see for this new end? Well, I see um, basically what I'd like to see downtown is uh, is people living there, for one thing. And, um, you know, I'm kind of blown away, uh, Jason, by what I see in in your um, your offices here. We're basically sitting in a recording studio in downtown Muskegon, and it's state-of-the-art and first class. And I don't see why the whole town can't be like that. Um, we need some people to build buildings. We need some shops. We need offices. We need, I see, housing um, above above the stores, maybe some townhouses downtown. Uh, I just... I. I, we need a place where people can work, where people can live, where people can go. Um, for, uh, for we need restaurants. I think our basic entertainment venues are downtown. I mean, we've got a, the with, between the Frauenthal and uh, the the Beardsley Theater and uh, Walker Arena. This community has stepped up and basically made all of those facilities like brand new. I mean, they're they're wonderful facilities. We just need to figure out a way to have people down here all day long. I spend a lot of time downtown. I'm at the chamber quite a bit. I mean, I'm, you go to the post office. I'm in the county building uh, almost every day. Um, there's there's a lot going on downtown, but we just we have a wonderful opportunity in the in the very core of our downtown, and we just need to take advantage of it. I see great things. I mean, I'm 61 now. I I just want to be able to enjoy it while I'm still healthy. So we need to get moving. Excellent point. All right, I'm going to move on now to my final question. You have one minute alone with a person who has not been to one of your concerts before. Make your pitch to get them to the Riders in the Sky concert. Oh, my. Well, um, Riders in the Sky are uh, a group that does Western entertainment. Now, there's there's a distinct difference between Western and country. They're not a country group. They're Western. And I guess the best way I can describe that is cowboy music. And um, I remember hearing uh, uh, Sons of the Pioneers some years ago when we were on a family vacation out in Arizona. And I mean, I was kind of mesmerized by them. And these guys, you know, cool water, uh, back in the saddle again, um, they're funny. They're they're really their their humor, their wit up on the stage is they're they're just they're just terrific. You're going to want to go up and hug these guys, and you're going to want to sing along with them. Um, they're just you're 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 going to be entertained in a way that you probably haven't been since many people were kids, and it's just going to be terrific. Um, the opening act, the Oat Brand Boys, uh, there's, uh, you know, there's a banjo, a bass, a guitar. These guys um, are wonderful singers. They're kind of a combination of bluegrass and folk. Um, it's just you're going to go down to the Frauenthal at 730. You're probably going to get out of there around 10 o'clock, and uh, for $20, you're going to be entertained like you haven't been before. And um, I originally had thought about some kind of guarantee where if you really didn't like it, uh, maybe there'd be a refund. I'm not going to do that, so don't anybody <laughs> ask for a refund. But uh, please come to this concert. You're, you're not uh, – there's not a, a penny in it for me. You're going to help the community. You're going to have a – you're going to enjoy yourself in a fabulous theater. 
and uh, you're going to see somebody that you that you're going to wonder why you haven't heard um, heard or seen them before. So, so come on down. I really I'm I'm, I'm challenging challenging everyone that's listening to come down and and uh, it's again Friday April 28th. Tickets are available. The Frauenthal box office startticketsplus.com or Star Tickets uh, Plus. There's an 800 number for them uh, available in the book. Um, and uh, I, I need a thousand people to go, so please be one of the thousand. Well, thank you very much, Bob. Really appreciate it. Muskegon does not have a Charles Hackley like we did 100 years ago or a DeVos or Van Andel family like Grand Rapids does today. However, we are very fortunate to have individuals like Bob Skolnick in our community. People like Bob, along with Chris Kelly and Gary Post, are investing their time and money into the redevelopment of Muskegon, and they should be commended for their efforts. I did a quick Google search for Bob Skolnick and Muskegon, and here's what I came up with. Muskegon Rotary, Muskegon County Commissioner, United Way of Muskegon County, Muskegon Chambers Entrepreneur Advisory Council, Muskegon Chronicles 2005 West Michigan Leaders. Then I dug a little deeper and I found Hackley Hospital's Visiting Nursing Services, Skolnick Hospice House. Those are the kind of things that Bob is investing his time and his money into right here in Muskegon. I picked up the postcard for the Riders in the Sky event and the purpose of the concert series really jumped out and impressed me. It said that this concert is a fundraiser with all proceeds to benefit local nonprofit organizations through the Community Foundation of Muskegon County. This is part of a series designed to bring all types of entertainment to downtown Muskegon into the beautifully restored Frauenthal Theater. So Bob doesn't make a cent off what he's doing with these concerts, and I just think that's highly admirable that he's not only, it's almost more important that he's investing his time and his energy because he's, he's a busy person and he's taking what he does and really giving back to the area. So that kind of philanthropic attitude and action is really something that Muskegon needs. So Muskegon needs more people like Bob Skolnick stepping up and investing their time and money in our community. So here is yet another opportunity to try something different in Muskegon. So please get out on April 28th and check out the Riders in the Sky concert. For ticket information, call the Frauenthal box office at 231 727 8001 or purchase tickets online at startticketsplus.com. I'm going to move on to some listener feedback. I received a lot of feedback from listeners with congratulations on 20 episodes. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your comments and support for the podcast. Last week must have been the week for interview suggestions rather than feedback on the interview. I got some great suggestions for future interviews, and I've already done a lot of legwork on getting those lined up. So thank you to everyone who took the time and sent in their suggestions. One of the great things about the medium of podcasting is the opportunity for listeners to interact with the episodes through blogs and other uh, forms of communication like email, voicemail, and things like that. So when we get to this listener feedback part, I always get a little bit bummed out if there's not a lot of feedback per se on each episode. It doesn't to me mean that people aren't necessarily listening because I can look at the downloads and see how many downloads of last week's episode came out. So I know there were plenty of people that were tuning in, but uh, the thing that really makes this part of the podcast interesting is it's listener feedback. It's not, uh, you know, my extended commentary. So the more uh, the more of you there is here as listeners and the less of me, the better. So 
I know everyone's busy, but I do appreciate it when people take the time out of their busy schedule and send in emails or post comments to the website. I think that's what really will make this show successful and, you know, help continuing to to build on it throughout future episodes. So there are, as always, a few ways to leave feedback. You can go to the website at InsideMuskegon.com or leave a voicemail at 231-354-2332 when dialing. Please include 1 and 231 and leave your first name and city in the message. And hopefully next week we'll get back to a little bit more of your feedback in this part of the podcast. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 21 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been Inside Muskegon, the podcast featuring Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at InsideMuskegon.com.